Remember when you were going to save money because Obamacare was going to lower costs and give you great health care, keep your doctor and all the rest of that? You may have noticed that that's not happening. My guest is Dean Clancy, a senior policy fellow at Americans for Prosperity and the Paragon Health Institute public advisor, a specialist in U.S. health care, tax, budget, and entitlement policy with nearly three decades of high-level experience in Congress. Dean, good morning, and thank you very much for talking with us. This is just the beginning of more expense to taxpayers, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Obamacare has led to huge increases in insurance premiums. Uh, just this year, you can expect a 10% premium increase if you have an employer-based health plan or even a 25% premium increase uh, if you're purchasing your insurance uh, individually. And um, the deductibles are going up. That's the amount you pay out of pocket. And it's getting harder to find a doctor or a hospital who is in your health plan's network. All of that is a result of the Obamacare law. And um, meanwhile, the Medicaid program has been vastly expanded. That's the program supposedly for poor people. But um, it's now one-third of Americans are on this welfare program. It's a health care program for the poor. Um, so basically, uh, a creeping government takeover is going on. And is that being done by design? Was it Obama's intention all along to lie to the American people with a big smile, get them to buy into this bill of goods, and then after it passed and it's too late, just uh, sit back and watch his plan happen? Now everybody can only afford government health care, single payer, the rest of that baloney. Essentially, I think that's right. I I think the people who passed the bill uh, knew that it was not going to lower costs. It was going to drive them up. And um, I think they thought that was fine because it would lead to a kind of crisis in the system and more and more Americans having to rely on government health care rather than uh, private sector health care. So, yes, I think it was intentional. And I think um, the changes in the last few years during the pandemic uh, we're designed to accelerate the process, and we're seeing that now uh, with so many Americans uh, dependent on programs like Medicaid and the Obamacare uh, insurance subsidies that you get uh, if you're below a certain income. Is there any way to go back or to stop this or change it before it gets any worse, or is this roller coaster we can't get off? Uh, no, there's always hope. Uh, we at <laughs> Americans for Prosperity... Uh, believe that uh, Americans can and should have what we call a personal option in health care. Basically, if we can remove some of the Obamacare uh, mandates and restructure some of the government subsidies, we should be able to revive a healthy private uh, insurance market and, more importantly, remove barriers between patients and the care they want to receive. Uh, we call it a personal option, as I say, and it means things like letting everyone save and pay for health care tax-free through a health savings account. If we did that, people would have a lot more um, purchasing power in health care and a lot more choice and control. We want to make sure people can directly access doctors without even having to use their insurance for that. Uh, the benefit of that, especially when it's a, like a monthly subscription, is you get lots more time with your doctor. You develop a relationship it's no more uh, the insurance company meddling in the doctor-patient relationship. And uh, there are other barriers to remove that would make it easier for hospitals 
uh, to expand more MRI machines, easier for doctors to practice across state lines. It's a whole whole bunch of reforms, all of which, as I say, we call the personal option. And we're hopeful that we can uh, secure these reforms. We're working at the federal and state levels to do so. Is Are we going to have more success at state levels since there are uh, Republican-controlled states more so than than uh, uh, Republican-controlled federal government? I, I see the roadblocks up in Washington, D.C., and less so state by state by state. You are absolutely right. It's going to be a little tough in Washington for the next two years, because although uh, Republicans did take control of the House of Representatives, they did so only very narrowly. And the Democrats uh, still control the Senate. So you've got gridlock, and a very it's very uh, difficult uh, at the federal level. But at the state level, we have a lot of hope. And in fact, we've had some success removing some of these uh, barriers I was talking about in a number of states. So, yes, the states are the the main fight for the next two years, but we're hopeful that by 2025 we'll be able to enact a personal option agenda nationally. Thank you very much for fighting the good fight, Americans for Prosperity and Paragon Health Institute, trying very hard to make it easier for people in America to get good health care coverage. You're getting health care coverage. It's just way more expensive month after month after month.